Hey guys, welcome to Broad Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast, and wow, my word, what a start beyond all expectations to the first week of the season so far. Your Philadelphia Phillies are 5-1 and one on this season after sweeping the Braves and taking two out of three against the Mets. Wow, wow, wow. I don't even know where to start. I was doing my notes, and I'm like, where do I start on this? Where do we go? Let's first of all do the intros. As ever, it's me, Dave Shaw, and I'm joined by Ryan. Ryan, how are you, buddy? Well, I mean, I think we're all in a good place, aren't we? So, we uh, <laughs> you know, we've had a good week, no matter what else is going on in our lives. we The Phillies are a consistent bonus over the last week. So, uh, yeah, happy days. Nice you know, to be here. You know what? I've forgotten what else is going on in the world at the moment. <laughs> you know what? It's just, it's just Phillies, 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 and it's great. Uh, and Liam back on again after coming on last week for the first time. Liam, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I, I Clearly, I need to be watching on the regular more often. Yeah, it's, yes. It's, um, as, a, as a good omen. What a, yeah, what a start for you. Like, it, it's not always as good as this, mate. This is a, a, a wave we're riding at the moment, but it's it's bloody awesome. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling the effects of the first week of the season. I'm tired. I've got bags under my eyes. I did not expect the Phillies to be rolling this quickly. And when they're rolling this good, I, I can't help but get sucked into watching the games at night. And it's been a brutal, a brutal first week. Ryan, have you, have you seen much of the first week so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot, mate, but I'm going to admit to, a, you know, 7 p.m. Eastern starts have been a pretty hard bedtime for me. So, um, yeah. It, they've been morning watches. Um, that makes me less hardcore than you, but that's okay. You're, you're no, as hardcore mate, as they no, come. Mate, I'm, a, I'm a fool because I'm feeling it already. <laughs> it gets harder as you get older, mate. And it's only the first week of April. I've got six months of this. I've got to pace myself. But it's so easy to get carried away, Of especially when they're rolling. You're like, oh, I watched the first inning. And I ended up watching, uh, I think it was the one we lost. The one we won, we turned it back into Mets, the first game. I went to bed after six innings expecting to wake up to a DeGrom complete game when I've been shut out. I couldn't believe the highlights when I woke up. And then again, the night before, or the night after, sorry, the second game, again, four innings lasted. I went that to DeGrom, that DeGrom one was the most pleasant sort of surprise, like you say. That, that was the one where you thought, okay, because we swept the Braves to open a season not long back, didn't we? And so we're all, yeah, we're yeah. all sort of like, okay, seen this story before. And then, to beat DeGrom, well, we didn't really beat DeGrom. We beat their bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But or, or, to or beat that beat star, yeah. yeah, it was <laughs> great. Like, to, two series victories. Man, wait, you couldn't have asked for a better start. It's it's unbelievable. Liam, how about you? How, how, much, how much have you seen so far of the season? Pretty much the same situation for me. The uh, yeah, the the later ones have been a bit too difficult, but yeah, I'm I'm happy with four out of six, considering the fact that we're looking at what like five hundred hours of of Phillies this season. I'm very happy just cherry picking the earlier starts and trying to keep track wise, with mate. the yeah. Yeah, you I'll, do wise. I'm gonna punch my own weight for this one, but it's it's paid off so far. I mean the games I've seen have been a lot of fun. It's it's all been wins at that time slot obviously there's been some some great plays, some great home, especially last night. I was just watching them start to catch fire with the sticks was really good. Yeah, I, I thought last night would be an early night. I thought, let's be done before midnight. But we we three-hour game easy. And one, uh, 12.40 later when it finished, I'm like, ah. I think this weekend I'm going to have to pace myself. We, we, we've got an off day today. Good. Early night straight away. I think, because we, unfortunately, thanks to ESPN, we don't have an early game this Sunday. So our next early game is not until next Thursday. <laughs> Come on. The question is, who's more tired? The Phillies players... Or Dave Shaw. Oh, like you're talking about off days, like you play for the team. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. Off day for the UK and the Europe fan base. We all get an early night. Uh, I, but I'm I'm buzzing. I tell you what, I'm running on adrenaline this week. 
from the Phillies. It'd be brutal if it was the other way around. The win had an awful start. Uh, but I think this weekend, I'm going to have to sort of pace myself. I think it's going to be back to the going to bed nice and early, especially when we be back at work and then watching the highlights in the morning. Uh, but let's uh, go into a bit of news. Like I said, beyond expectations, a big shout out and thank you to Tom McCarthy, who gave us a massive shout out in last night's broadcast. If you haven't seen it uh, in the uh, top of the night fitting as the game was wrapping up, he gave a lovely shout out to the, the UK Phillies fans and in, the fans in France and Australia, which was a really, really awesome touch. I just put the tweet out there as a, there's a lot of UK fans and European fans still up right now. We're all buzzing. And I, I generally couldn't believe he put it out on air. So that was, that was awesome. And Tom, you're a legend, man. You're an absolute legend. Thank you so much. Uh, and last night, Connor Brogdon made some history, guys. He earned his third win in the first six games. And he is the first Phillies player ever to do that. Only the 15th player to do that in MLB history. And the first since Casey Janssen in 2010. Um, he also leads the MLB in wins and uh, joint leads in the ERA. Ryan, Connor Brogdon, let's just get on to this guy. What a start to the season, kicking off from where he left off uh, last season. I'm pretty excited about this guy. He's one of these relievers uh, as a sort of fantasy baseball guy as well. But when I look at the minor league stats, which is really all we have to go off when they haven't got too much major league experience, the strikeouts per nine innings are absolutely wild, like over 11, which is anything over nine is good. Over 10 is very good. Over 11 is, is kind of ridiculous. So he's yeah. clearly got the, the swing and miss stuff. And he seems, based on the numbers, to have the control to go with it. It's nice that he's picked up three wins. Wins are a bit of a, they're a strange statistic. So they it's are. a bit, <laughs> bit yeah. of a, he's just been in the right place at the right time. But that's a lovely little stat. And um, yeah, he, he's a really exciting piece of a bullpen, which has played a huge role in the five and one start. It really was. Last night, he came in for the second his second inning. And it was a bit of uh-oh because he had that long layoff between innings. He came in, uh, was pretty lights out. Then there's that long, long inning. And then he I'm surprised he came back in, actually. And he, he started to wave with his command a little bit, but understandable. But still got through. Bradley came in and helped him out as well. And Liam, this bullpen, wow. Just We were saying last week and in all the preseason pods that if this bullpen can match their spring potential that they've been showing and give us some fantastic confidence starting strong. We could be on for a great season. And here we are one week in and this bullpen bar Vince, which we'll get to shortly has been really solid so far. Yeah. I, I was browsing through all the uh, Connor Brogdon stats and trivia this morning. And I won't lie as I'm looking for it, or it's all a blur to me because all I can see in my head is uh guy in Philly's bullpen not sucking uh, which was the, which <laughs> yeah. was the major stat to me but yeah to, to not just not just to, we, we were all saying weren't we that the big thing for us we, we we've kept this band together on the offense we, we know what they're capable of you know it was a it was a postseason worthy offense even last season mm -hmm. and if they can just solidify the bullpen, we should be fine. And they've taken it one further. They're not just solidifying. They are doing the business, except for that guy who shall go unnamed. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Vince shortly because plenty on central, social media have, uh, have been mentioning Vince. Um, but this bullpen is thrown straight in the deep end. They have been called upon big time in these first six games. And they have delivered. They've won us games. Like last night, Aranola coming out in four innings, a bit of an uncharacteristic short outing for Aranola. But in games gone by, relying on the bullpen for the rest of the game, as, and of course, uh, Moore was out early as well. And you're thinking the bullpen is going to... Oh, last season, that would have been a loss last night, Nola coming out so early. I would have had no faith. But Brogdon, Bradley, Coonrod, Neris, just put the fires out. Okay, Bradley had a bit of a wobble, that scrappy triple, and then throwing the dirt, which got the, the runner home. But I can't believe this bullpen is, is not only keeping us in games, but really helping us win games. Like, Ryan, can you get your head around this? Like, Kinsler's not given up a run yet. Nor's Neris, nor's Coonrod, nor's Brogdon. Alvarado's looking at that, that velocity is incredible. They just, again, keep that command in. You know, Bradley started well. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Like, I, don't, I can't believe I'm saying these words. This bullpen is legitimately, at the moment, looking fantastic. Oh, it's been a great week. Um, it's been... You haven't had the same level of nervousness that we've had in years gone by. And as I mentioned, there's some swing and miss stuff, um, not just with Brogdon, but Alvarado, Bradley, Neris particularly. They bring the heat. Brandon Kinsler isn't so much a power guy as a, as a control guy and can keep the ball on the ground. I think he gets he can get a double play when it's needed. He's called upon, keeps it low in the zone. Uh, Coonrods look good. Yeah, they've had a really good week. Now, of course, I want you to be excited. I also want to come on. It, it is a week. Um, I know, small and and, and some, of, some of them have only sort of pitched two or three innings. But the only other thing I'd say is we have to be honest and while Alvarado and Neris have done the business, both of them have also shown the little signs that while they have the power and the swing and miss, they also have some control issues. And as ever with Hector, when that splitter goes missing, which he made us a little nervous with that save. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the splitter looked great with the first batter. And then all of a sudden you thought, what's happened to the splitter? <laughs> Yeah, and, it, and that just brought back a few flashbacks and Ray's fans have been very quick to tell us that Alvarado's similar issues with the control but but listen I'm nitpicking they've got the stuff they've got the stuff and, and if they get hot the team in general to me looks fired up I think the introduction of Alec Baum as a young guy that's there to prove himself and to to, to hit that ball and drive the runs in I think that's brought a fresh attack yep. to the whole team. Yep. I, I, I feel an energy with Bomb that's that's going across into the likes of Segura and Hoskins, who look fired up. Yep, the bullpen looks fired up. It's been really exciting. I, I, that's a good point. I was mentioning Kinsler, that first Mets game when he came with the bases loaded. A huge double play in a huge moment got us out of that one. Again, nothing really powerful, but the experience he brings into that situation was just... Oh, invaluable. But you're right. The energy from these fir this first week has been, I've never seen this before. The players are reacting to every run, every home run, every big moment, like it's August, September time. You know, and the atmosphere at Citizens Bank Park, you know, only 11,000 there, but the noise, you know, it was like, you can feel, like you said, you can feel the energy from the players from the fans, the passion, they're giving it everything straight out the gate. And that is what I love. Like Reese Hoskins looks absolutely like a different man. Like he was when he slid into plate when the Mets made a mistake in that first game, pumping his fist, gets up, brings Harper in, the big celebrations. I'm like, are we in September? What is going on? These like these guys are pumped for this. Um, let's go for the Braves very quickly, swept. Uh, three, two, walk off from Segura, opening night. Fantastic. Uh, Nola, good job there. Four and oh, Wheeler, that Wheeler outing. I can't wait to see him tomorrow night. Wheeler, let's talk about that. Dominance. Uh, one hit, 10 strikeouts, got two hits, two BR, RBIs, one double himself. Zach Wheeler, Ryan, this guy, if he keeps this up, I know, again, small sample size, but if he keeps this up, wow, what a pitcher. It was interesting to see the strikeouts back on the radar with Wheeler. Um, he he had a, you know, he was fine last season in the shortened season, but the strikeouts were way down, and uh, you know that could that could have been a short sample size issue. Um, but it wasn't. It was sort of backed up by the fact that he wasn't getting as many swings and miss, and he was kind of pitching to contact a bit more. Um, that first outing was um, whew, there wasn't much contact to be made, to be honest, and. Yeah, to see it, it's always great. This could be the last season we get excited about pitchers getting <laughs> RBIs and, and helping it's out. True. And, yeah. you know, I, as, a, as a Phillies fan, a little longer than you, Dave, I, I do remember Joe Blanton hitting a home run in the World Series. Pitcher, Joe I've Blanton. I've never seen the videos. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> man, that there's nothing more exciting. I mean, they were already winning the game, but when Blanton steps up and, and helps out as well, you're like, then there's an energy. It's like, oh, yeah. yes, the pitcher's getting involved, baby. <laughs> well, it's, it's like with Wheeler, like that buzz is something I really missed last season. The Wheeler getting an RBI against all the odds. I'm like, oh, this, this is great. What other sport do you get this in? And then come up and get a double and do it again. It's like, 
oh, do I really want the DH? Like, oh, what a, like you said, what a feeling. What a feeling. And then Liam, Zach Eflin, a man who you said you really like look of, someone who really impresses you again. He was fantastic in his first outing. Uh, one earned run, eight strikeouts, went seven innings. Big, big start to the season for Zachy Eflin. Yeah, I mean, all, all three of those first pitching performances really filled me with a bit of joy and optimism. And to be completely honest, even the second Nola appearance, you know you know what? If, if the worst of Nola ends up being he doesn't pitch a lot of innings, but he still keeps the runs down, like, I'll take that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really happy with where they, where they are at the minute, and um, I think my my biggest high, as much as I'm glad that Eflin put in a a good one to go through my prediction. I think my absolute pitching highlight was that one particular strikeout of Wheeler's, where he has hit triple digits and gone postage yes. stamp. Yes, absolutely dotted that one. And if he does have a low strikeout season you know what we'll always have that one that one was just absolutely incredible yeah 100 mile an hour just literally like you said that was a stamp see you later get out of here um then the Mets the first game of course Andrew Knapp by the way got uh nicely Andrew Nappy getting a home run in that final uh, Braves game then the Mets 5-3 she said DeGrom dominated I went to bed expecting a DeGrom Complete game, finish shut out. I was thinking, okay, we like Ryan said earlier on, we won, we swept the Braves. DeGrom to get any win against DeGrom was going to be tough, but the Mets, Mets, you know, wow, thank you very much. A five run, eight inning. Um, Ryan Matmore, 3.1 innings. He started on fire the first two innings, it was completely put out on the third. Um, any slight concerns there with Matt Moore or just? See, let's just see how this one runs. Yeah, I mean, four walks and four hits in three innings is is not ideal. Um, but that, see how it runs. He, we, he's a lefty yeah. in he's a lefty in the rot- rotation, which is is needed. He's clearly got experience, um, and you know he gave up two runs. He kind of danced around it and needed a bit of help from others, but. It, I don't think anyone was really expecting Matt to come in and dominate over five or six innings in his first outing. And the same with Chase. Um, to be honest, the reason that the bullpen solidified is they went and got a couple of veterans. Um, you know, the expectations are a little lower back end of the rotation. Um, he didn't get completely obliterated, but he's going to have to, you know, improve, um, I was pretty, I mean, it was interesting to watch him. I, I mean, some didn't think he was even going to come back to the majors, you know, mm-hmm. time in time in Japan. Um, I feel more comfortable just sitting down knowing that I don't have to settle in for a Vince Velasquez start, to be quite honest. So <laughs> I'm quite happy watching how this yeah. plays out. <laughs> yeah. And of course, he left the game with bases loaded, which Kinsel, like I said, put in and wow, got a huge double play and got us out of the inning. And Coonrod Brogdon, uh, and Alvarado all came in and wrapped it up for us and won us, helps win us the game. But we can't have our, our fourth in the rotation going three innings, and especially then Chase Anderson backed up. Although Chase did go six. Chase actually didn't do a bad job. He went six innings in the game later in the defeat to the Mets, the 8 4 defeat. Um, oh, five. It went five. Yeah, it went five. Sorry, five innings. Yeah. yeah. So again, heavy workload for the bullpen in the first two. In fact, the whole Met series, heavy workload for the bullpen, which again is just wow. We've got a series win when none of our starters went more than five innings. That's quite incredible. Um, Chase Anderson, yeah, five innings. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, but small sample size. Vince comes in 1.1. First inning from Vince. Like, hello, this it's a, that was Vince's for me. That was Vince's career in a nutshell. In that, in that outing, brilliant first inning shows fire. Oh, Vince, this is it. This is what we wanted. Comes out again, four innings earned, four, I got the four strikeouts, four walks, four <laughs> and runs. Oh boy, get Jojo up and, and Spencer up ASAP for Vince Ryan. I, I've, I think, I think I've, and I've backed him to the high hill. And I think I've had enough now. Um, <laughs> he's probably yeah. I think we all have. He's probably gonna get. 
he's out of options. There's no options. So if they, they're going to have to sort of waive him, I assume, although Alex, um, he isn't on the pod today. He's better with the um, ins and outs of roster yeah. transactions. So he can tell us, but Vince, they're pretty much going to have to cut ties with him if, if yeah. they, if they choose not to go that way. Um, I think this team wants to win. I said that on the preseason pod that we did last week. I think the team wants to win. And I, and if he keep two or three more outings in which he performs subpar, I don't think he's going to be around very long. I think they'll just cut their losses. They got guys in um, AAA that are talented and ready to have a go. And I think that that's part of the excitement and the energy. I said it about bomb. And I think it's the same with regards to some of these young pitchers that, that they're ready. They yeah, want it. Absolutely. I, I think this, this team, the backroom staff, are going to be aggressive. I say, I think Vince is on a really, really short leash. I, I, I think we don't see too much of him. David Hale as well. Two innings, two earned runs in that game, two walks. Another guy back to the high hill. Great spring. Ah, Alex was right when it comes down to the real deal. He sort of wavered. That was uh, Diddy Gregorius got a run, a home run in that one. And then last night. Boom, the bats came alive, and it was great to see, and some big bats and some clutch hitting. Hoskins, we were going to get to very shortly in a second, but three hits, first time run of the season, uh, three, uh, one RBI, two runs in, JT home run, Alec Bohm home run. The, the bullpen again was brilliant. Brogdon, Coonrod, Neris, Bradley gave a run, but again, not too concerned about Bradley. However, Aaron Nola, Liam, any concerns from Aaron Nola? Six hits, one and run, two walks. Showed a bit of command issues in spring as well. It worked again. Too early to worry, mate, do you reckon? Yeah, as I said earlier, I'd be happy with a scenario where he does get worked in a few games, but he can still keep the score down low. Um, we we were praiseful online of the Phillies, even when the, the hitting didn't really come alive in the first few games. They showed this great grinding skill to, to work the opposition pitchers and, and squeezing runs in a crucial situation. And it won a couple of those games, not, not by hitting big scores, but by, but by grinding out and, yeah. and finding the odd run. Yeah. Um, it's fair to say that the Mets showed that they were just as good at grinding in that series. That was probably one of their biggest strong points. Uh, they did it against just about every pitcher they came up against, at least the starting pitchers anyway. And Nola got that as well, but he still managed to avoid completely bleeding out, which is, for me, that's the important thing. We're going to see, yeah. we're going to see the starting pitchers get works from time to time. We're going to see the Alvarados and the Nurses. They, they're obviously going to have wobbles and that, but... I'm I'm looking more at what they managed to do in the face of these situations, and if if Neris can still strike people out, even if he walks a couple, if uh, if Nola can still keep numbers low, uh, it's such a big improvement over what we had because that was the problem. It, was, it wasn't necessarily that last season we had some high ERAs. Everyone's got high ERAs amongst their ranks. Everyone's got some some days where they have off days, but there was just complete and utter capitulation. Yeah. It was reliable capitulation. Teams were coming up to us and thinking, right, let's stay in this game until the fifth or the sixth, and then we'll get our runs. And it got to a point last season where teams were thinking, you know what, even if we're seven, eight, nine behind, we'll still get our yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, so some of these little minor issues, as, as long as we're staying solid, I'm, I'm not too concerned about because yeah. if, if the pitching becomes solid compared to last season, I really think the offense will do the rest. Yeah, Nola was still, it was four battling innings and he got himself out of some tough jams as well, especially when he was up to a pitch count of 70, 80. He still was producing some big strikeouts in big moments. Uh, like you said, Alvarado, I think it's going to take us on a, it's going to take us on a wild ride this year. <laughs> I think we're going to see some, some absolute flames from him, but at the same time, woo, some, uh, some nervy, nervy moments. I think him and Neris are going to put us through the ring of this season, um, but we wouldn't have it any other way. Right. Um, but yeah, no, no yeah, he, he battled on. He kept that one, uh, the one run and run in the game. Uh, the bats came alive. Ryan, your overall feelings after this week before we head to the Braves 
to Atlanta and to New York again. Um, but overall feelings, small sample size, I know, but I'm absolutely buzzing. I don't know about you. Uh, overall feeling, the offense actually excites me. Um, not that it didn't last year, but there's something there um, with Bomb. As I say, I think that just the addition of that extra bat that has the power, uh, you know, it may not be quite 30 home run power, but like, even yeah. if it's 25 home run power, the threat of having having your top five or six bats all have 20 plus home run power that means that no one can pitch around anyone really you can't just you can't just dance around Bryce Harper and hope that yeah. you know everything's going to be okay because Hoskins is red hot Hoskins is looks really good Real Muto we know bomb fantastic Gregorius has power Segura makes contact all right center field's a little bit of a work in progress but that's our eighth here there's six yeah, yeah. or seven <laughs> bats there that you oh I I'm really excited by that. And, and, and if the pitching can come along for the ride, which this week it has done, um, then, hey, the sky's the limit. Why not? Absolutely. It was a bit of a slow start, like Liam said, from the offense, but at the same time, it was clutch. They got the runners in off, off the bases and scoring positions. And that, that yeah, was, it wasn't that like was they, It's not like they've crushed it all week, is it? But they, they have done the business. There's, it's just... As I say, when they're in the batter's box, and I, the opposite, I can just thinking, what's the opponent manager thinking? What what's the opponent's bullpen thinking? Or, or really, there's no easy outs at, at the top half, top three yeah. quarters of that lineup, and I think that that's a massive, massive thing to have. It's a big feather in your cap because you, you're always in games we might be the team that that comes from behind in games this year and and when the Phillies were good in the late noughties they were never out of games they were never out they were always in because the whole lineup right through was dangerous yep yeah yeah I've seen a lot of social media people saying this this reminds them already of the late noughties but this 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 offense is dangerous and in this first week the Phillies have never been out of games even when the starters have been out early you actually felt that we're not out of this that this bullpen can hold the confidence is, is huge. And I've got to say, social media has been a lot of fun this week. You know, it's just everybody is in such a good mood. My timeline has just been a joy to flick through every day. Uh, long may that continue. Uh, some nice stats for the, the first week of the season, mainly Reese Hoskins. What, what a start. He is seeing the ball like a football. It's just unbelievable. Average at the moment. I know it's one week, but still 0.417. Six doubles, ties for the lead in the MLB. Uh, top and most of the offense's stats after week one. JT, six, uh, six RBIs. Bohm has five. Great to see JT getting in the runners and scoring position. That was a slight, slight, not an issue, but the one sort of downside to his game last season was not getting the runners in scoring positions. He's really putting that right straight away. Uh, as we've started this week, Offen uh, pitching wise, Phillies have the fourth fourth best team ERA in MLB so far, uh, two point six two. That could have been even better if it wasn't for Mister Velasquez. Um, Liam, from what you've seen so far this week, as we head into again the Braves and the Mets, it'll be Wheeler on Friday versus uh, 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 Morton. Wheeler versus Morton, Eflin versus Anderson, then the big matchup. Moore versus Smiley, and then Anderson will go against the first Mets pitcher. But more of the same will be asking a lot, <laughs> you know. But I'll take two series wins again. That will do, that will do me. But it's going to be tougher this time round. They they've seen our pitching now and they've seen our bullpen. Do you think it'll be a different approach from the Braves and Mets this this time round? Absolutely, it'll be tougher. I think we're we're seeing on both sides of the. Phillies roster, we're seeing a side that will be up for the challenge, which is encouraging. But like you, I'd be happy with just, you know, we, we've put ourselves in that position, even though it's only a few games. The important thing is, is they are considerably ahead in wins than they are in losses. And I think that's going to be the marker. That's what we're going to look to try and keep going, is to, is to just stay ahead now of that, of that 500 mm -hmm. line. At the start of the month, I said, if we come out of this over 500, I'll be delighted. 
Um, I'm ex- right. I'm expecting more de- losses. I think, I think both Braves and Mets are going to have a bit of payback on their minds heading into this next week. But again, seven games. If we can take four wins out of that, I'll be. I, I think I'll take that. You'll take four wins from the next seven. That, no, that would, that's that, way too half. That, that would, that that's would way be too glass half empty for me. I, I would take four. Um, that would definitely keep us ticking over uh, um, well above 500. That would be fine. Um, do do expect more losses, mate, because if we, we carry on at the rate that we're currently at, we'll I know, probably I be know. the best team in baseball. <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, I think the Phillies just need to... Just need to keep doing what they're doing. Bring the positivity. Bring the energy to the ballpark. Yeah. Stay focused. Girardi is a wise manager. He's, yeah, David Hale's in the bullpen, for example. But guess what? David Hale, he's a longer lever. He's he's going to make most of his outings either in games where we're already six or seven runs down and they just need some innings and Girardi trusts him to do it. Or in games where he's not going to be coming in in high leverage situations. That's not what that arm in the bullpen is for. Gerard, he knows he needs a few guys in there that he can just trust to to calmly go out and keep the score at a reasonable degree on nights when he doesn't want to use Alvarado and he doesn't want to use um, Neris. So Gerard, I have a lot of trust in. You, You don't do what he's done in the game. Um, and, and not have an ability to keep this team ticking over. And the Phillies, yeah, over 500 would be lovely. Yeah, that, that Wheeler-Morton game, really looking at 20 past midnight. Uh, I want to I wanna watch it. But I think I'm going to... You're a madman. You're an absolute I know, I madman. Can't, I can't. Why can't you just wake up at like, have a nice sleep? Wake up at like, even if you wake up at 7 a.m., mate, you can sit down and... You know what? And... It's what I'm going to do. It's what this weekend, because I'm, I'm absolutely knackered <laughs> after this first week. So this weekend, I'm going to get to bed at a sensible time and watch them in the morning. I promise. I promise myself I am. <laughs> but Wheeler Morton, great lineup. Everett Anderson's a really, really good matchup as well. That's going to be interesting. Um, of course, no early games in the Mets series after. No early games until Thursday. The, the uh, this, Well, the fourth game in the fourth game series is 10 past five UK time. We are on ESPN on Sunday night. Uh, so set your recorders or if you are hardcore, respect, man. Watch it live on a Sunday night. Um, but let's go on to social media. I've asked, uh, put out there your players of the week. And um, it was an absolute, it's so far an absolute landslide to Reese Hoskins. Uh, and I am panning while I get the screen up. Uh, there it is. So, so far I can see 334 votes. Reese Hoskins is 61%. Uh, Wheeler in second with 18%. Bohm on 14%. JT on 7%. But all borrowers have had a fantastic season. So I'm just going to get to what some of you guys have been saying so far because the excitement levels are, are through the roof at the moment. Um, so I've got uh, at Brett for five. 355 Sports. The baseball looks like a beach ball to Hoskins right now, reminiscent of the start of his career. The biggest positive has to be the pen. The biggest concern, except for yesterday, was the lack of offense and timely hitting. I think the hitting has been has been timely. I think, okay, we haven't been bursting out the runs until last night, but we have been getting those clutch hits. Everyone's coming there. Sorry, I just uh, I was thinking out loud and just realized, oh, I've, someone someone answered me. <laughs> the offense has done what it needs to do like and i think it will get hotter like oh yeah i'm, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you like keep mccutcheon healthy is a big deal but it's also nice that they have matt i know that matt joyce played on the night that they lost but he's a really um again a veteran a guy that can take a walk and so he's um he has a little bit of pop so he's a really interesting leadoff option and i, I was Happy to see that Girardi was using him in the leadoff spot, mm-hmm. actually, on the night when McCutcheon was being spelled. Kutch is going to need to be spelled because, you know, his body's... He looks healthy. That slide, that one where he where he went through um, uh, at home, he really pelted it down the oh, line. Oh, the, the, the sack fly, yes. Yeah, he, just, he really he blew. And I thought, okay, that's good. He, he hasn't injured himself doing that, so that's good. But Girardi's going to manage him nicely. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm telling you, Real Muto, <laughs> Harper, Hoskins, and Bomb, those four, that's where you're like, oh, that's tasty. They, they will yeah. have periods where they get very hot, I think. 
do you, do you reckon, but do both of you reckon that we'll see him go back to back to back? Back to back to back to back. Do you reckon we could see Hoskins, Harper, JT and Bohm go back to back to back to back? Yeah, 100%. That's definitely happened. Now that you've said it, that's going to happen. Liam, do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, the amount of games we've got, surely there'll be one just absolute flurry, won't there? <laughs> oh. Glorious flurry. Oh, man. I, I, we had, I think we had last year, we had... Hoskins, Harper, and JT go back to back to back. Pretty you sure you just want the extra to back. Just don't need, you? Just need Alec Bohm back to back to back. We're calling it now, listeners. We're calling it now. It's happening. Uh, Oscar, who is the most diehard fan who's watched every game live so far over there in Sweden. Um, Reese is 100% the player of the week. It's great to see him not trying to pull everything, which is a good point. Positives from the week is pitching. Bullpen was class. The three aces were superb as well. Anderson Moore were about as good as we could have hoped for. My only concern is Vinny V, which is pretty much what we've touched upon. Uh, Paul Wade says Vince uh, needs to head to the minors. He was embarrassing on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm with you now. Like I said, uh, sorry, Vince. I fought your corner in every battle, but it's over. Um, Jennifer says Reese Hoskins gets my vote. Seven extra base hits in the first six games. He's on fire. Cameron says Hoskins without a doubt. Player of the week, bullpen is surprisingly a big positive. Biggest concerns the fourth and fifth starters. Yeah, but we'll, like we said, we'll see how it rolls. We'll see how it rolls next couple of weeks. You know, Anderson did okay. Like, let's. Uh, I, Anderson, well, Anderson was how I expected. You know, Anderson gave yeah. up two hits and he, he gave up two walks in five innings. I mean, that was a pretty solid outing. Like, yeah. five innings giving up two yeah. runs with. Only two hits and two walks. Like, and, he's, and he's your fifth starter. Like, for a fifth starter, that's actually good. When you see, like, Safede going in for the Nationals, who's their fifth starter, and giving up an absolute tank load of runs. Um, I was, yeah, I was... Anderson, I wasn't more okay. Time will tell. But Anderson, okay, is exactly what I expected so far. Um, pretty much... I see everyone's pretty much singing off the same him sheet here it's great to see uh joe cruz has got to keep hoskins warm his streakness sends him into a crater sometimes that's the one slight reese is hot now we know he goes from hot to cold we just got to keep this streak going haven't we boys oh we, we want him swinging as well that that's the thing that what's so nice to see is 10 hits in 24 at bats like reese when he's cold, he can still take a walk. But I think sometimes, especially given that Gabe Kapler loved a walk, um, because, you know, a yeah. walk's a very important part of baseball. And, and Reese has a great batting eye, but he, for, he has to has to swing the bat when the ball's in the, in, in the zone. And, uh, you know, you, you can't just spend your whole major league career basing your offense around taking walks and on base percentage. Um they, they need to be balanced alongside the ability yeah. to attack the zone when the ball's there to be hit. And that that's what's so impressive with Reese this week because we know he has power, but we know he has the ability to hit doubles. I mean, uh, there was a moment yesterday where I was like, he's just going to hit a double every time he comes up. <laughs> if I was to say one area of concern, I am pretty bored of watching Roman Quinn at bats, if I'm honest. So yeah, um, yeah. I, know, I know he has oh, speed. Mate. Um, but whenever he comes up, I'm just like, this guy's out. Like, he, he's not a great hitter at the major league level. Um, there's no power there. Not that it's fine that there's no power. He's got speed. He's useful as a pinch runner. But, I mean, he can't be a pinch hitter often. Like, the, the other team must be like, oh, great. They sent up a guy that's got less power than my grandma. Like, <laughs> come on. But, but then on the flip side, he showed, because he manufactured a run on his own. That eight for the uh, eighth running in the Mets game last night, stole second, stole third, and then managed to get in. But yeah, yeah he's he, very quick. Like, yeah, he's got to play. I, I understand. It's just not, I'm probably biased because it's not the type of baseball that I like to watch. So I'm biased in that regard. Yeah. But uh, what Kingery could bring as the season wears on it is he can play center. And if he, if he gets his swing back and he finds a bit of confidence, at least off the bench, even or in a platoon at least he has some pop. That, that can be very dangerous. You know, that's what's dangerous about Brad Miller. Brad Miller might not be the world's greatest hitter, but Brad Miller, especially against righties, he's dangerous because yeah. he, he can always hit the ball over the fence. And that's dangerous off the bench. <laughs> Brad Miller, 
It's like so old school. His stance, his no batting gloves. I love the guy. Yeah. Like I've I've tried hitting it when I've been playing hitting a baseball with no gloves. It stings. Like you weren't quite as good as Brad Miller, were you not? Better, mate. You ain't better. <laughs> I wish in my dreams. Um, and another point, uh, Liam, Adam Hazley. What do you think of Adam Hazley so far? He's, he's um uh, just trying to get again, I'm panning, trying to get his stats up, but it's been a bit of a quiet start for Hazley. But I suppose with the offense being dynamite in front of him, it's sort of bit got a bit unnoticed. Well, it's it's that position where, like with a few other things, like we said about uh, the bullpen, it's there's certain parts of the overall game where we're happy with just solid. You know, we 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 know where we excel, we know where we've got some serious ability, and we just have to stop the leaks elsewhere. So if it, if it can just keep being solid, we'll take that because it's not a it's not a superstar area, obviously. Mm. Uh, and there was I know there was a lot of debating and confusion from fans pre-season about how exactly the Phillies were going to approach that situation. But so far, they've just looked at that exact philosophy, which is just just make sure it's okay, and and the rest will be fine. So I'm happy with that. Actually, I've done Hayes a bit of a disservice, actually. His average is actually 2.86. So it's uh, it's better than Harper's. And it's better than Catches at the moment. So sorry, Adam. I just don't... In fact, it's better, than, it's better than Bohm's average. I suppose just with the, everyone else hitting the home runs and taking the headlines, actually, Hayes, he's got about his business quite well. Well, that's so It's the consistency, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. and I think Liam touches on a great point there. that They're not looking yeah. for superstardom from, offensively from those guys. They want good defence. They're accepting that it's not the place. Listen, Adam Hastley's not got huge power either. At least what Adam Hastley does have is an ability to make good contact with the ball. Um, and, and when he makes contact, something can happen and it can help situationally. And sometimes you, you might even hit it quite hard on the infield. And at least that means you can drive runs in or you're, you're asking the infielder to make a play. So Hastley to me is... I don't think he's going anywhere. He's, he's also a lefty, which is which is nice um, in the lineup. So I think yeah. he's firmly entrenched at this point in his role as solid defender and pretty decent bat without being massively. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, Adam. Sorry, Adam. It's a complete <laughs> disservice there. I, I, I just again, it's just quietly got about his business. I, I generally thought he had a lower average. I was just looked like, oh, he's actually doing doing a good, quiet job. Uh, quickly back to uh, the Twitter. Uh, Aaron Nola Stan says definitely has to be Reese. Quality starting season on fire. Not many concerns. Maybe Matt Moore longevity and Aaron Nola's ability to keep his hitch, uh, pitch count down. All in all, a great week. And on to the Facebook group uh, where I put the same question out. Uh, so uh, Daniel Harris says Nola and Neris for players of the week. Biggest concern definitely Vince Velasquez. Um, Dave Lewis says, player of the week. Uh, he's gone for Zach Wheeler. Getting that second win was probably the catalyst for our 5-1 record. You could easily make a valid case for several other players too. Uh, positives, again, too many to mention. Slight concern. This is a good point, actually, from Dave. Slight concern is managing expectations now, which I am already having a problem with. In the 162-game season, there will be plenty of defeats uh, for even the best teams. The players are not... Um, are not idiots, as someone charmingly described Vince Velasquez. But if they have a bad day, they're all doing their best and all worthy of our support. Um, yeah, managing expectation, that's, yeah, because the fan base right now, especially on social media, is is high. You know, I'm hyped right now, yeah. So managing expectation from the fans is, is going to be tough with a start like this, Ryan. Yeah, but, you know, there's a funny old thing in sports big cities and, and clubs that have hardcore fan bases, whether they're big cities or not, they do have high expectations. And and that can drive a team onto something that perhaps otherwise they might not be driven towards in the same way. And, you know, yeah, keep expectations in check. We're not going to go win like 100 games. It, yeah, oh. I, highly, I highly doubt it. But that doesn't mean don't aim to win a hundred games. And, and I think Girardi's got very high expectations. I think Bryce Harper's got very high expectations yeah. and Aaron Nola and, and the city in general, when you're in Philly, they want their sports teams to win. 
And, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, that can lead to pressure on players, but it can also lead to um, the City achieving things that perhaps they otherwise wouldn't. I, mean, I would imagine that the expectation on the, the Eagles, you know, they weren't expected to win the Super Bowl that year that they did. But all the way through that playoff run, the Eagles fans expected the teams to go out and to compete very, very well and to win those games. Yeah, agreed. It's not just showing up. In Philly, no one just sh- – it doesn't matter if you're the underdogs or you're the favourites. The Phillies fans expect their team to win. That That's the way that it should be. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I agree, absolutely. Um, again, I think the expectations are really high as well though, because we've just beaten the Braves, who got within one game of the World Series last year and are odds-on favourites to win this division again, and against a highly fancied Mets team who are – literally backed by everyone to make the playoffs uh, in some position so again what a statement by the Phils to just sweep the Braves and win a series against the Mets we've just beaten in two series two of the better teams in baseball as well that that's oh God, I can't help but punch the air every time I think about it uh, Patrick Shedding says player of the week for me is Connor Brogdon huge bounce back from last year and somehow picking up three wins in the process. Positives are the bullpen, consistency, and our ability to extend the bats and get on base. Concerns, the four and five in the rotation. I know they're coming out a bit flat to start the year. Uh, Matt Anderson says, Alec Boehm has some crucial hits and plays this week, but player of the week probably goes to Wheeler because of his offense contribution as well as his pitching. Uh, again, concern Vinny V. Uh, Drew Ashurst, who was on last week, is positive. Boehm carrying form uh, from last season. Brogdon, Brogdon leader in wins. Morton Anderson seemed useful as four and five guys. Concern again, Vinny V. And, uh, and Nola, Lona's slow start. And Daniel Churchill says, I'm going to base my uh, picture on one outing only. My picture of the week is Wheeler uh, on a solid performance of pitching and hitting. Field player of the week is Boehm. Home runs and looking solid on the third base. Uh, but saying that, the whole team have been solid with a few hiccups, not many. There is a player that hasn't performed to the best of his ability. Um, on a, uh, oh, yeah, Vi- uh, yeah, Vince. Yeah, Vince, again, hasn't performed to the best of his ability, but even that's arguable at the moment. Maybe that is his ability. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Before we wrap this up, guys, it's prediction times. Seven games, four against the Mets, three against the Braves. Ryan... These next seven games, how many wins? Well, what do I know? I, I said we'd <laughs> lose the Brave series 2-1 and we swept them. So, I, <laughs> um, yeah, let's go four and three. There's only going to be one Nola start in there because he pitched last night. So four and three, would I'd be very happy with that. Yeah, good point. I'm, I'm going to go four and three and I'll take it. That'll, uh, that'll put us on, what, a nine and four record? Nine and yeah, put us nine yeah. and four. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's still a good start after the first two weeks of just playing Braves and Mets. Well, when you put it like that, even starting eight and five would be pretty good, and that that yeah. puts it into perspective. So if we go if we that's go three and point. four, you've still started the you've still started the season eight and five. That's and a good point. And I I, I went seven and four in the first thirteen games. Alex Carr, disgusting. He went he went something like he went below five hundred. I went seven and five. I think he went, I think he went five and six. It was very half glass, half empty from Alex Carr. Wasn't impressed. <laughs> Jack Fritz went eight and five. Yeah, I went seven and five. And Alex was something low. Just was just wasn't happy. That's why he's not been on since. Uh, <laughs> no, he will be back on. He will be back on soon. Uh, Liam, what's your prediction, mate? Yeah, I, I do think the three and four is a bit more realistic. I think it, it, it's going to be tougher. We're going to see more from our position in on their home turf. But uh, what I'm looking for is is hopefully for the Phillies to stop like a a run. I'd like, very much like to see them if they if they end up losing a game or even two games, they don't lose that third yeah. in a row. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I fancy this side to just to just break those potentially bad things up because over the season I'll be looking right, we've got our hot start and people say, all right, it doesn't mean a lot in the grand scheme of things. What this hot start could mean for the Phillies is that they just keep 
reliable, consistent, nothing is leaky or hemorrhaging or or just goes off the rails. And they stay and they can use that to stay above 500 the whole time yeah. just by chipping away. So I would take three wins out of the seven. Uh, make sure they don't lose more than two in a row. And yeah, j- just keep that going where, where we're expecting with, a, with, with slightly less crazy opposition in a row and uh, as you guys said there's a there's a good chance certain players will get even better in the summer months from there you they might be able to pick up a little bit over that so yeah just 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 a solid nothing too nightmarish absolutely well said guys well said like i said i i'll take four anything anything more than four wins and my hype and expectations will be happy they'll be to the moon um so next week we're gonna have we said well I get Bob back on from the UK Braves he will be back on hopefully we would have had the better of him in the, in the first two series and uh, we'll be re- recapping the Braves and Mets series again we're looking we'll get um, we'll try and get a guest on from one of the Cardinals UK we'll try and get Jamie on who runs that account just to see how we're stacking up against the Cards and the Giants coming up in the next week but guys what a start like I said beyond expectations. What has week two got in store for the Phillies? If you've liked what you've heard, please like and subscribe uh, and give us a little retweet out on Twitter as well. Let's get the podcast out there because it is happy, happy days at the moment. Ryan, where can we find you on social media, buddy? Yeah, um, I'm at Roto Tricks. It's Phillies baseball. It's fantasy baseball, as as we said a couple of weeks ago. Um, and our regular fantasy baseball podcast um UK-based is Roto Brits at Roto Brits. Highly, again, highly recommended, guys. And Liam, where can we find you on social media, buddy? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Liam Hat, basically just my name, L-I-A-M-H-A-P-P-E. Uh, feel free to follow if you want to be bored to death by a bunch of mostly combat sports work stuff. I do a lot of writing editing at The Zone, but it's worth checking out. It's a sports stream service. Uh, in, in the UK, it's just £1.99 a month, and you get access to a load of MMA and boxing and more, including Canelo Alvarez and some top, top stars, I should say. And I also write for an edit at hookedonwrestling.co.uk so check those guys out and I'll be plugging all their stuff on my Twitter feed so if you are uh, masochistic enough to follow me that's what you can expect lovely awesome stuff mate awesome stuff guys thank you so much for coming on we will reconvene uh, next week uh, I am so excited for this week what a week it's been I am bring on the Braves again let's go to Atlanta let's go to New York and kick on where we left off Guys, thank you for listening. We will uh, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, stay safe. Keep enjoying the keep enjoying the Phillies. And for me, ring the bell. And from Liam, ring the bell. And from Ryan, ring the bell. Yes. Good night, guys. Thank you. <laughs>